Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Let me take you back to my first few days in Chicago. The first time I moved here. It was fall 2010, and that one conductor on the red line was still making me smile with his sweet, hilarious greetings in the morning. Kanye was still old Kanye, and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy had just come out. And y'all, it was the first recession we millennials would experience. I was living in Uptown, commuting to East Garfield Park for work, and passing by this wide, weird-looking building in the middle of the hood as I walked to work from the Garfield Park Green Line stop. I had a crush on this dude at work, and one day he invited me to walk into that building. That is the day my life was forever changed, and it had nothing to do with him. I had never been inside any conservatory before, and there I was inside the most beautiful one I would ever, ever see. Flowers, foliage, fish, frogs. It's like you're in the middle of a decadent forest in the middle of Chicago, and it all just hits you right there at the entrance. When you come in off of the the street outside, you know, you enter this 20-foot ceiling and the the view and the, you know, first impression is just overwhelming. This is Jennifer Van Valkenburg. She's the president and CEO of the Garfield Park Conservatory Alliance, and she loves it just as much as I love it. I was married here. I brought my children up coming here. This year, we are about to cross, for the first time, um, 300,000 visitors uh, in one year. The Garfield Park Conservatory has been around for decades, and like Chicago itself, it has evolved so much in that time. And it's still kicking, including a big fashion show they've got coming up this week. Jennifer is here to talk about all of it. Jennifer, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So whenever I'm explaining to somebody what a conservatory is, I say all these words and I try to really get into it. And then I end up just saying it's basically a plant museum. (laughs) And I know that the conservatory, like so many conservatories have gardens and there's a lot to it. So I just wonder if you could describe in your own words, what is a conservatory? Sure. And I think plant museum is a good analogy. But for us, technically, it's a glass house. So you can go to a botanic garden, you can go to a garden or a nature center, but the conservatory itself is the actual glass building that was built 115 years ago. And we are um, undergoing a rebranding to be renamed the Garfield Park Conservatory and Gardens Mm. so that people understand we have beautiful things inside our glass house, but we also have 10 acres of outside gardens as well. Yes, when I and I like to come in and lie upside down on the incline. <laughs> That's you in the back. One of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, I am a super fan. It's true. Um, just to just to follow up with that, I think a lot of people kind of when they hear the glass house or they see it, they're like, "Oh, it's a greenhouse." But also, the point is not to yield as many plants as you can either, right? Like similar to what a greenhouse would be. So. I wonder, like, what is the primary purpose? It brings me a lot of joy, 
Would that be it? Or yeah, tell me what's... Yes, that is it. All right. <laughs> Actually, it is to connect people to nature and showcase a global plant collection. So the conservatory is a collection of six different rooms. So you can go to the desert, you can go to prehistoric Illinois and look like and see what that looked like. Um, you can go to many different rooms and have different experiences and connect with different kind of plant collections from all over the world. You know, the, the purpose is not to generate plant material. It's to showcase plant material. Okay. Say I'm just coming here with a friend on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Give me like your top, say five things that me and my friend should definitely see or do, say, on a nice fall day in November? Mm, great question. Um, so I would say, of course, make sure you find your way outside for the 10 acres mm-hmm. out back. Uh, a lot of times people come here and they just visit the Glasshouse Conservatory and they don't even go outside. So uh, find your way outside. There's a beautiful walking ring um, mm-hmm. that goes around the city garden and up at the Top west end of the walking ring are um, some beautiful birch trees that make this amazing sound when the wind blows through them. It's like a nice little shuffle. Hmm. And then also outside, we still have Play and Grow Garden, uh, which is there for the kids. And on Wednesday evenings, we have active programming out there for the kids. And then one of my favorite things to do is to walk the labyrinth. Uh, Mm -hmm. There is this beautiful labyrinth that you can just follow the trail and it just clears your mind. You just walk, follow the path, go to the center, turn around, walk back out. And it is just one of the most relaxing things to do um, by yourself or with a friend. So that's just outside. So so inside, definitely visit all the rooms, take a look at the koi and the turtles. Uh, The fern room is probably my favorite, although it's hard to pick a favorite. Um, yeah. but that's where the koi and the turtles are. And, um, you're just immersed in green in that space. And it's just a beautiful place to hang out. Yeah. The Garfield Park Conservatory, as I mentioned, I'm a super fan. It's one of my favorite places, like in the entire world. Um, there are so many conservatories of different varieties. Mm-hmm. What would you say gives the Garfield Park Conservatory such a special vibe, a special spark. (laughs) I was hoping you'd say vibe because it's definitely a vibe. Oh, it's a vibe. (laughs) I think it's just so special and so unique. It's actually one of the three largest uh, in the United States. So that for number one makes it very special. And I also think because we've been around for so long um, that people have their own experiences with the conservatory, their own relationship with the conservatory, Mm -hmm. because it has so many different rooms and so many different collections. You know, we have the succulent super fans, so they just go straight to the desert house and hang out there. Um, so I think because it has such a varied collection, it can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So I would say those things, as well as, you know, just the history of being here for 115 years and um, being part of the West Side, being part of the Chicago communities just makes it really special. Yeah. When you think about how visitors and folks in the community show up at the conservatory and how the conservatory lives in Garfield Park. Can you talk about what you prioritize when you plan around engaging with the community? Yeah. So, you know, there's sort of been a a roller coaster of experience in that area. Um, I met an individual who said, you know, I lived here 30 years and I never came inside. Hmm. Uh, he said, my son graduated from a program and the, the event was held here. 
And I was really upset that I hadn't been here. Um, even though I had lived here for 30 years and I said, could you tell me why? Because right. I'm trying- like, you know, I got a question. I'm like, but why though? <laughs> right. We're trying to break down those barriers. We really want people to come inside. And I think, um, you know, it's just maybe it was thought of as a place for other people, um, or thought of as a place where, you know, I don't really quite understand what's going inside there. Mm. And that might be because, you know, there isn't a ton of like marketing or outreach or anything like that, you know, that, that we kind of fully explain what happens here. Mm. Um, but it's also, you know, the relationship with the neighborhood, there was the movement of the L of the L station. And I think that created a little bit of a barrier for people to come to the conservatory as well. So, what happened with the L station? Um, well, now that's a history test that I don't know if I'm going to pass, <laughs> but I do know that the, the, the green line station was moved. Um, and I believe it sort of created a, um, an issue for people that lived in Garfield Park because it was moved closer to the conservatory to service the conservatory. I see. So perhaps some decisions were made that were more focused on bringing um, other people in Mm -hmm. rather than serving the people that lived here Mm -hmm. and live here. Um, And so uh, we recently underwent um, some work with a, a group called Justice Informed and also did a year long membership with the Of By For All Network and kind of ask the community what they think about the conservatory, how we can engage with folks that live nearby better uh, so that we could design our programs with community in mind and make sure that we are engaging um, folks that live you know, near the conservatory and are part of our, our local community. Um, and so also out of that work, we hired a community engagement manager whose sole intention is to uh, work with community groups as well as community residents find out what they need from the conservatory and how we can be of service uh, to the community. So that's been really great. We also added a community advisory board made up of uh, folks that live and or work in Garfield Park and they receive a stipend, they come to monthly meetings and they Mm. um, help us figure out how to proceed in a way that makes sense for community. So that's been really uh, engaging work, really lovely work. So on November 2nd, you're hosting a floral fashion fundraiser called Floratica. The event description says we're going to see some, quote, show-stopping botanical looks. What exactly is a botanical look? <laughs> so it's a, it's a look. It's an outfit. Can't call it a dress because right. not often a dress, right? <laughs> it's, it's whatever the designer comes up with, and it's made completely from plants and flowers. And it is show-stopping. It's beautiful. As in real fresh plants? hmm Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's... it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Who are they? Where do they come from? How do you curate this program? Well, the designers are all floral designers, uh, oh. mostly by trade. So it's like a bouquet you would receive. However, it's, it's your outfit. <laughs> so it's pretty fantastic. Specifically to this year, we well, there's 15 designers. We give a stipend of money, so uh, the designers have uh, something to work with. And you know, a lot of times people are like, "What's the theme?" And I'm like, "There's no theme. Nature's the theme." 
you can't give a designer a theme, right? You're just going to limit their uh, creativity. And then you may see the same look a couple times. So um, the designers are truly up to their own, you know, thoughts and creativity um, to create the look that they want to create. A lot of times they come here, spend some time here, get inspired by something mm -hmm. they see in the collection, or, you know, they, uh, they already have something in mind. There was a Game of Thrones one year, like a big <laughs> dragon out of some plants. It was pretty cool. So people have different approaches to it. Uh, sometimes they send us our sketches halfway. Sometimes we don't see it until it's actually built here oh. uh, at the conservatory that day. So usually um, the designers arrive early morning and start building the look. And then the models come in the afternoon and they then put the look on the models and go to hair and makeup. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a, and these are designers from just anywhere. Are they mostly in Illinois, would you say? or Oh, it's all Chicago. It's all Chicago designers. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's part of it too. We want to showcase, you know, these small business entrepreneurs that um, are dedicated to working with plants and flowers. Uh -huh. Tell me why an event like this is so important for the conservatory and those of us who love the conservatory. It just showcases the power of nature and how beautiful it is and how in awe we should be of its beauty and um, just engages people in the collection um, in a really meaningful way. And sometimes people suggest we do it other places so that we could have more seats, but <laughs> it's just so powerful in coming down Horticulture Hall in the runway there that you have to kind of have it there. So that's why we do the virtual show so people can see it from home. Mm -hmm. So for us, I mean, number one, it is our, it's our major fundraiser for the year. Mm -hmm. uh, but we do try and keep it accessible, like I said, with the virtual ticket. And then um, our gala ticket price is pretty accessible as well. What is your favorite thing about the conservatory? And I'm talking about as a place to visit, but also as a fixture in the greater Chicago community. Hmm. That is a great question. <laughs> Every time I meet someone and I tell them that I work for the conservatory, they have generational stories. They'll talk about the children's garden and the slide and how they used to go down the slide and now they come with their kids or in some cases their grandchildren. Um, so for me, I think it's how everybody you know connects with the conservatory on in an individual way and that it's just been here for, for folks for all this time. Jennifer Van Valkenburg is the president and CEO of the Garfield Park Conservatory Alliance. Jennifer, thank you. Thank you so much. And you have to let me know next time you come here, we can lay on the incline together. Oh, yes. I would love that. The Garfield Park Conservatory is open Wednesday through Sunday. Reservations are free and required to enter. Go there. Trust me, you will love it if you haven't ever been. And Floratica, the conservatory's floral fashion fundraiser, is Thursday, November 2nd. Tickets are on Eventbrite and in the show notes of this episode. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Klee for editing the show. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR Network. 
If you love the show, please rate us, review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>